Hi, welcome to the Grief Awakening Podcast. My name is Elise Dusso, and I'm a grief coach and Reiki practitioner here in Nashville, Tennessee. I help guide others who are grieving to reignite their relationships with their loved ones on the other side, helping them ease the ache of grief. This is a podcast where we can have open conversations about grief, loss, intuition, signs, and I'll even tell you about my story as a young widow. If you'd like to connect, feel free to reach out to me at intuitively underscore Elise on Instagram or email me at intuitivelyelise at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Welcome back to episode four of the Grief Awakening podcast. Wow, can you believe we've been doing this for four weeks now? (laughs) I can't. I've really, really enjoyed creating this content so far, and I'm very, very excited to bring you the next few episodes. I have some really great guests planned out to come on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to diving in some into some other topics about grief and loss and mediumship. And today we are going to be talking about my favorite topic of all time, which is signs, signs from our loved ones, receiving them and how that shows up for us. And before we get into that today, I just wanted to briefly talk about something that was coming up for me a lot in the last week or so. And that is the continuing layers of grief and how just when I think I've moved through something enough times, it always seems to pop up again. So at the end of last week, last Friday, I had plans to go to a Halloween party. And this Halloween party is put on by two of Jared's best friends. They are friends from his childhood and they have thrown this incredible Halloween party every year for the last 10 years at their home. There's always amazing costumes. Everyone goes all out with their costumes and there's um, great food and games and drinks. And Jared and I would go each year that he was alive when we were together and we wouldn't dress up. We would be those people who show up at the costume party in our normal street clothes. And I think I maybe finally had him almost convinced that this next time that we would go together, we would dress up and he would go as Thor because everyone always told him, told him that's who he looked like. And, um, this year I had asked a buddy to go with me, my wonderful friend, Meg. Um, and I was so thankful that she was going to come and be my plus one. But the night of the party, I was getting myself ready We had this really ridiculous costume planned. It was kind of just be a a joke. And um, I was about to do my makeup for the party. I had the outfit picked out. I had had gone to the Halloween store and bought all the essentials for the costume. And this overwhelming anxiety came over me. And it felt like almost this feeling of, you know, if someone were to like come up to you and push you out of your, push you out of a chair. (laughs) (laughs) you know, that just, that just happens all the time. Um, it's that feeling of like about to fall or something is about to happen. Like you're about to fall off the ledge. That's, that's what my anxiety pops up and feels like for me. And I was having these feelings while getting ready and I couldn't, I was putting the blame on the costume that I felt uncomfortable in the costume, but truly what it was is that I hadn't been to this party since 2019. And the last time I went was with Jared and I would go to this party with him and we would 
chat with different people that we would bump into each year at this party. And I had not seen them since 2019. The last time I saw them, Jared was by my side. And most of these people are his friends or his acquaintances. And I didn't think I could bring myself to go there and have to socialize and feel the awkwardness, the uncomfortableness of his absence. You see, Jared was always the charming, charismatic life of the party type of guy. He maybe always didn't want to go to the party, but once you got him there, he would always have a blast and could create conversation and with just about anyone he met and make them feel like they were so important to him. And really they were. And I felt like when I was with him, I, I would take on those qualities too. It felt like he made it feel safe to do those types of things, to put myself out there. He was my security blanket. He really was. So to go to an event without him, even if I have a friend there with me, is still really difficult. And so I made the last minute decision to not attend the party. And I talked to my friend who was going with me and I said, hey, it's okay if we just bail for tonight and how about we go out for drinks and dinner instead. And of course, she's so supportive. And she was like, absolutely. We did that. And we had a great night and watched Netflix and it was much more our, (laughs) our speed. But the thing with this is, is that I've moved through this layer of my grief before the last two years when this party came up my calendar, I feel like I went through these same emotions. And every time I attend a family event and I don't have my plus one with me, I move through this each time I move through this. And it's just a good reminder to me that even though I've moved through things once or twice, it doesn't mean it's healed. It doesn't mean that everything is okay. And that the next time it's not going to hurt me or bother me. Grief is so unpredictable. It truly is. And I never know what's going to be a trigger and what's not. And really, I'm just learning as I go and I move through things as they come up. And I do my best to move forward. And now to move on to today's topic, which is signs. My favorite thing to talk about in the universe and with clients and friends. Anytime I talk to someone who has lost a loved one and is open to communicating with them, my favorite thing to discuss is signs and what signs they are receiving. So in the first or second episode, I believe it was, I talked about the book Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. And this is a really great resource if you are curious about this type of thing or have never heard of it before. I highly recommend reading that book. As I said before, it's a really easy read and it's very lighthearted and it's filled with stories of people just like you moving through grief and all the amazing synchronicities that have surrounded them since their loved one's passing. So if you can get your hands on it, I highly recommend reading it. But I want to talk about some of the common ones that even Laura Lynn mentions in her book, and you have may heard of these before. So some of those would be like seeing a cardinal or red bird or seeing a coin in your path or feathers in random places, white feathers. You might hear a special song on the radio that reminds you of your loved one or a song that you shared and loved together. You might see like strange things happen, <laughs> happening with your electronics and 
your phone, flickering lights or even smelling their perfume or like a familiar scent that reminds you of them. These are all signs that your loved one is present with you. And you might be hearing these and thinking to yourself, well, I haven't received any of these signs. And I want you to know that doesn't mean that your loved one does not show up for you. That's absolutely not what this is about. Your loved one can show up for you in so many different ways. And I feel like once you become aware that signs are even an option, um, you will start to open up to them more, which is why I encourage people asking for specific signs because it makes things a little bit more (laughs) unique. And I feel like you can, you can have a little more trust that when something pops up and it's the thing that you ask for, that it truly is them. Pretty soon after I started getting the shells and the anchors and the stones, I decided that I was going to ask for my own sign, a specific sign. And I wanted to make it so random and so unique that when I saw this thing, I knew I was going to know without a shadow of a doubt that it was him. I wanted to make it something difficult, something that would be hard for Jared to create and put this sign in my path. So the summer I purchased my home, uh, 2021, I went on a beach trip with my mom and my grandmother. It was like a belated 80th birthday trip for my grandmother. And we went to Hilton Head, uh, South Carolina. And the first night that we were in this Airbnb that we were staying in together, I had trouble sleeping. I was sharing a room with my mom. And for whatever reason, I was having a little bit of insomnia that night and couldn't fall asleep. So I was talking to Jared and I was watching videos of him and looking at pictures of him as I would do so many times in the past. And I decided to ask Jared specifically for a pink elephant. I don't know where I got this idea or why I decided a pink elephant. It could have been a purple kangaroo for all I cared. I just wanted, I just knew that I wanted it to be unique and different, something that I cannot mistake as a coincidence. So I asked for my pink elephant. I said, thank you. And I talked to him and eventually I went to sleep. The next morning I was sitting out in the living space with my mom and grandmother and we were trying to look up things that we could do in the area that day, like tourist attractions, because it was raining. And unfortunately we couldn't go to the beach. So I was scrolling on my phone, a different things to do in Hilton Head. And suddenly this ad pops up. It's an ad to go see these two ginormous sculptures of elephants. One is pink. One was gray. Immediately when I saw it, I started grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) I could not believe my eyes. Not only did he deliver it within 12 hours, it was on my phone, in my hand, and it was an actual pink elephant that I could go physically see if I wanted to. We didn't. But honestly, I was like, I wanted to jump up and down for joy. And I tried explaining to my mother at the time, you know, what I was so excited about and how cool this thing was. And she was like, oh, that's so great. You know, she didn't quite, she didn't have the enthusiasm about it that I did, which I totally understand. But I was in shock. So of course, the day started off on a great note. We had a great rest of the trip. We didn't go see the elephants, but 
we had plenty of amazing things to do. Anyway, so two days later, I drive home from Hilton Head. I dropped my mom and grandmother off at the airport and I had driven home to Nashville from there. And when I arrived at um, my house that I was sharing with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my niece and nephew, my bedroom was in the upstairs level. So they lived on the main floor of the downstairs and I lived in the upstairs. And when I arrived, um, my sister-in-law and my two, my niece and nephew were upstairs sorting out boxes and organizing things in the attic. And I walked up with my luggage to go put it out away in my room. And my niece walks up to me and she hands me a stuffed pink elephant. My sister-in-law walks up behind her and says, Oh, we were doing some cleaning and I found this. It was mine when I was a child. Guys, I cannot make this shit up. I was in complete shock. I don't think I told my sister-in-law what had just happened right away. I think I told her later on that evening, but I was just grinning from ear to ear once again, because I could not believe that how strongly Jared was making his presence known. Like he's like, okay, girl, I heard you. <laughs> I'm going to deliver. Don't, don't doubt my abilities. <laughs> That's just what I hear him saying in my ear. But, um, it was so amazing. And I tell you this story to let you know that signs can show up in so many different ways. And so when you choose, if and when you choose to ask for a sign of your own, release the expectation of how a sign is supposed to show up for you. If you ask to see a red cardinal, it may or may not be an actual physical red cardinal flying in your path. It could be a cardinal on a television set. It could be on someone's t-shirt. It could be going to a cardinal's game, (laughs) a ball game. It could come up in so many different ways. And that is the beautiful thing. I feel like it comes with an element of surprise for us. And we need to have an openness and awareness to accept these things if and when they pop up and to trust. If you see something that you feel is a sign, you pick up an item and you immediately think of your loved one. It is, it is from them. And just trust that feeling. You might feel the vibration of love, the en- their energy when you pick up an item or see a picture or hear a song. And another thing I want to mention is that when, if and when you do ask for a sign, give it time. It may not pop up in 12 hours and 24 hours and two days. It could take a few weeks. It could be months. It could be a year before a sign comes to fruition, but it will come to you at the perfect timing that you need it. In the moment that you needed it most, that's when the sign will appear for you. A few months after the first two pink elephant incidents, it was Christmas day, 2021. And I was still in Nashville for the holidays because unfortunately me and my family, we all got COVID over the holiday. And I had a lot of time to myself, which was amazing. We had a lot of resting time. And so that morning I did what I always do. And I did my morning ritual as my morning practice. And I went into meditation. And during this specific meditation, some messages and images were coming through for a friend from her mother. So I'm clairvoyant. So I see things like a movie and I see things almost like a projection in my mind's eye. 
And sometimes those images and messages come from my loved ones, my ancestors, or sometimes they're for other people that I know and love. Okay, time out. I do want to quickly speak to what I just mentioned here on the podcast, and I realize I just completely casually dropped this huge bomb on you guys, and that is that I can connect with loved ones of people other than myself, so my friends and family or clients that I work with, and I'm not quite ready to speak on this fully. I do want to do an episode on this in the future, just kind of talking about that journey of how I realized I had this ability, how it came to the forefront, but I'm not quite ready to speak on this fully. So at this point, we're just going to let this lie. And if you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out to me directly. You can DM me or send me an email and I'll absolutely get back to you. But for now, we're just going to let this marinate and continue on with the rest of the episode. So I hope you enjoy. So um, this specific morning, I received that message from my friend and then I was immediately shown the image of a butterfly. It was a large blue butterfly and it was so vivid and bright, but I checked in with my friend and it didn't mean anything for her. So I just kind of wrote it down and kept it in the back of my mind. If you have been following me at all on social media over the last year, if over 2020 then you know how much I post and share about butterflies and their significance for me. So while this didn't mean anything for me at this moment, it was almost like I was being shown a sign that was going to show up for me later on. So 2022 rolls around and I believe it was in February that year or March. I start seeing butterflies everywhere. And I'm not talking about physical butterflies because it wasn't quite butterfly season yet. It was far too cold. There weren't even any flowers yet. It wasn't spring. I was just seeing butterflies on people's shirts, in songs, like hearing the word butterfly in songs, car stickers, every possible way that you could imagine I was seeing butterflies. And I would see them and I would take a screenshot and send it to my friend and we would laugh about it. Butterflies have shown up for me as a form of support over the last year, and also as a sign of growth. Every time something big was happening in my life with my business or with friends and family, I always saw a butterfly. And it even comes to <laughs> comes into play when I was able to purchase my dream house that I now live in, and that's a long story for another day. But butterflies also are a form of sisterhood for me. They're a sign of connection with all of these beautiful women in my life. And we all share synchronicities around this sign and it brings us closer. I don't know if the butterflies are from Jared. They feel like they're more from my ancestors and my guides as a whole. But I know that when it does show up, I immediately think of him and he continues to show up in so many different ways. Signs are just one of them. So if you're listening to this and you haven't asked for a sign yet from your loved one, this is your sign to do it. (laughs) I go over this more in depth in my grief coaching sessions, but just as we did in the last episode with that dream meditation, you can go in and just the same way, ask for whatever sign that you feel called to. And also know that you can just talk to them, talk to your loved one. 
whenever you feel like you're missing that connection with them, just go ahead and talk to them as if they were right here with you because they are. Ask for signs. You can tell them how you're feeling and watch them show up for you. I feel like there's so much more I could say about this topic, but we're going to stop here for today. Next week will be a little bit of a longer episode. We're going to be chatting with Shauna DeMella and Spiritual Medium about child loss and creating a relationship with our children on the other side. It's going to be a beautiful episode. I'm so excited to share it with you next week. Thank you again for tuning in to episode four of the Grief Awakening podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you, after you listen to this, you get the courage and the confidence to go out and ask for your own sign from your loved ones. And if you choose to do so, please uh, write in, email me, DM me on Instagram. Let me know what you chose. And I would love to hear an update when it shows up for you. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to follow and rate and review if you liked it. And I'll see you next Friday for the newest episode. Bye.